Well, good morning, everyone. We have big news today, a lot of news to go through on the injury front, bye weeks, everything. And so as usual, welcome to NFL Fantasy Matchup. Jed all over to my right, Jimmy on the bottom. Uh, good morning to you, everyone. Good morning. Well, hey, look, the biggest news of the day is probably, you know what, there's the Jameis Winston injury, torn ACL, but the biggest one that affects a lot of fantasy teams, and I know it affects you, Jed, here, the one person that we thought would never, ever break down, Derrick Henry, probably will be out for the season, foot surgery today. Jed, I'm going to start with you. Thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, obviously disappointed for him. And, you know, you just realized I was looking at the rushing leaders. He was the rushing leader with almost 1,000 yards, 969 yards. The second place rushing lead, and I forgot who it was, he's at 600 yards. So it just shows you how Derrick Henry is such a talent and far and away the best. Um, yeah, it's going to be difficult to replace, um, you know, the the backup in Tennessee there. It's going to be a committee approach. He heard that they signed Adrian Peterson. Um, again, Peterson is not going to be Derrick Henry. He's basically going to become like a goal line back. And then the other um, back there will become like the pass catching yeah. third down back. So they'll have to use a committee, but big blow. But hopefully, you know, this is a part of fantasy. Um, hopefully you have another back there uh, to, yeah. to hop in. Yeah. Jed, for me, is uh, Jimmy and I are in the 12 team league with another set of friends. Derrick Henry in the 12-team league was my far away the best player. Carry my team every week. Him and Dak Prescott. I'm in first place with one loss because of Derrick Henry. Now all this is shattered. And I was sitting there. I didn't get a chance to watch too many of the games this Sunday. So sitting there, why does he only have so few points? Only to realize the next morning that he is out with a foot injury. And he actually played through that injury, so he finished the game. Um, but one good point is, you know, to think about what does this do to Tennessee? Because to me, Tennessee is going to focus on the passing game now. This may be a time to rethink Ryan Tannehill. I also think Julio Jones, who's you know, hasn't been playing that great, but with more attention to the passing game, those are two pickups you need to consider. Yeah. Jim, thoughts on it? Yeah. I mean, I, I think – you know, I was just thinking about this. McNichols, I think, is going to be a hot pickup. The problem that I'm start that that you see with uh, the Titans, though, is their offense, like you said, Jed, is really predicated around a big back like Derrick Henry, who's running down the middle or running, or, you know, running around the field. And so that's how they get the Julio Jones of the world. That's how they're going to get the AJ Browns of the world open, is so that they can they they use Derrick Henry. Problem with McNichols then is he because he's such a pass catching uh, back and he's not a big guy. The question then becomes: Can Adrian Peterson become that player? I just think Peterson's old, right? Like even if he gets to that point where he can do half the production of what um, Henry does, it's going to take him a few games just to even get used to it. If you look at the Titans' schedule. They've got a packed schedule. They've got they're playing some really good teams, and so I just think that the only person like here's me like if if I had a waiver wire uh, or auction, I'll spend a little bit on um, McNichols. I'm not going to spend a lot of money. I think AJ Brown is the only the best player that you can play off that team right now. So. Yeah, Chad, if you had uh, let's say the waiver wire one pick. Are you going to pick Jeremy McNichols? Are you going to pick Adrian Peterson? Or are you going to say, let's hold and let's see? No, yeah, I, I agree with Jimmy. I don't. I think it's going to be a running back by committee approach there. And there are others out there who I think are more interesting. As an example, James Robinson also went out 
on the Jags. Um, and the uh, who's the backup again for uh, Jacksonville? That's the guy who I'm actually interested in because of just the number of carries. So I think there's um, – yeah, I can look that up. But I, well, I think there's – who is it? Oh, no, I was going to say Jed. So um, Schefter did come out and say that um, it, the injury to Robinson isn't as serious, so he's day-to-day now. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's helpful. But yeah. the bottom line is, I no, I would not use my waiver wire priority or my auction, um, you know, on McNichols at this point. I think there's others I'd, I'd rather go <clears throat> after. I think the other thing to also realize today is today's the uh, deadline for all of these trades, right? Um, I think it's like four o'clock, five o'clock today. And so I think that's the other thing to monitor before waiver wires is who's going to get traded, right? Like we saw Von Miller already get traded from Denver. Um, Taysom Hill from Baltimore is rumored to be out there. Um, Marlon Mack from Indianapolis. So I think just monitoring all of the trade deadline um, activity today is also going to be important to look at who you want to pick up this, uh, tonight. For That's a great point. And with the four bye weeks, uh, four bye week teams, there's it's going to be a lot of action. So I think if anything, this is the week you got to pay more attention, be really careful and strategic in your play. Um, it was. Um, uh, the one I was thinking about was uh, Carlos Hyde, um, but if if Robinson is okay, then you shouldn't do that. Yeah, God, just so you know, the teams on by are the Detroit Lions, Seattle Seahawks, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and the Washington Football Team. So yeah, I'm looking at some of my uh, my teams with both McLaren and Gibson and McKissick. They're already out as well too. Uh, Jim, in terms of uh, what do you call it, Adrian Peterson, I'm accepting more probably like 12 carries, 49 yards, maybe a touchdown as well too. I mean, um, I don't know. There, I, I just there's really nothing to say. I think with certain teams, Derrick Henry is a huge loss. So we'll see exactly mm-hmm. see what happens. Hey, with James Winston with his torn ACL. How confident are you in the rest of the team? Can Alvin Kamara – look, Michael Thomas is coming back. We don't know how he's going to be. Marquez Galloway has really been a disappointment. Uh, Alvin Kamara, do you still have high hopes for him, or you're downgrading him a little bit because of this news with James Winston? Well, I mean, I think – so I was looking at the waiver wires this morning, and McNich- so McNichols is high up there, but I actually can make the argument that Taysom Hill – is actually going to be your should be your number one waiver wire pickup, and so I do think that if Taysom Hill comes back, I do think you're going to see a little bit more productivity um, from a fantasy perspective for your um, receivers. Last year, Kamara didn't do as well with uh, Hill, but I I actually think that they've adjusted and he'll do a lot better, and so I actually think that they'll be better off without um, Winston and if they're going to Taysom Hill. That's just my argument with it. Hey, shout out to uh, Trevor Simeon, Northwestern Wildcat, yeah. fellow alum, uh, getting that win. So. Brady, right? Yeah. <laughs> hey, Jay, you agree with him, James Winston? I had to do think the New Orleans Saints are better off with Taysom Hill. I actually think their offense is going to struggle because of Taysom Hill. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I don't think they're better. Um, I, I think Hill is definitely a downgrade. Um, but we'll see. You know, I think uh, Sean Payton, the coach, is very creative. I could see him, you know, pulling out all the stops. And so I think maybe for a couple weeks, I think the change could be okay. I have Alvin Kamara on one team. Um, but again, you know, it's tricky because you're expecting the defenses to key in on Kamara more. And remember, they did bring in Mark Ingram, who got quite a few carries in that game. So if you have Kamara, you definitely have to temper your expectations. 
Yeah. Hey, ironically, look, Kamara has not been doing well. Christian McCaffrey, even though he's practicing today, there's no certainty he's playing. He's been disappointed. Derrick Henry now is out for injury. Probably your best player of the top tight uh, running backs, Ezekiel Elliott, is the only one standing. And nobody liked him. He's the only one left standing right now. Well, you know what? I was thinking with all these injuries, do you think that because one of the reasons people drafted running backs first is their stability. But I'm almost wondering now, do you think this elevates wide receivers because they get they don't get hurt as often, it feels like, as running backs? Yeah, I don't. I still think people I think running backs are still a hot commodity. I mean, if you really think about it from a draft perspective, there's not that many superstar running backs first, right? And so everyone's going to go straight for those running backs. And if you think about it, you could have gotten a Jamar Chase in the later first rounds of, of the draft. And so I still think that, yeah, you're right. And I think we keep seeing this. The running backs you start, you end with is always different than the ones that you start with. And we're going to see that again this year. All the backups – are going to end up being fantasy relevant and the ones you drafted at the first or second round are, are going to be out of play but you still need them for the first couple games or the first half of the season Jack, um, we saw a trade come through von miller traded to the rams on monday how do you think this will help the rams defense and overall as a team Oh, it's going to be huge um, because Aaron Donald has not had as great of a season as we were all hoping for. You stick Von Miller on there, and now defenses cannot double team uh, Aaron Donald as much. This is this is the Rams basically saying we're going to the Super Bowl and we're winning. Mm -hmm. And so this is really exciting to me. It will be very interesting if two seasons in a row major quarterback change and then that team goes to the super bowl and they i think they have a really good shot so to me this was a great move um, i was shocked that denver was willing to give up von miller um but i think this makes the rams just uh the number one defense really i was thinking about that too i was like i bet they're going all in for the super bowl right now yeah. And hey, you wonder, so again, all the teams, if you, you wonder them thinking the next season, who's thinking, what quarterback can I go out there and just bring in the quarterback and then the whole team changes. Yeah. But more so, suddenly not because of Matthew Stafford, you had the emergence of Cooper Cup and no one expected. Look, I was not a Cooper Cup fan. He just got drafted as an auto draft in my other league. I was never going to pick him up. He has now become the MVP of my league. And this guy, I, I'm almost in first place because this guy has carried me week in, week out. Yeah. Uh, hey, just a couple of things. Christian McCaffrey, the plan is for the running back hamstring injury to practice on Wednesday. But he is hopeful he'll return in week nine. But he's not definitely sure if he will be returning in week nine. As we said, Adrian Peterson signing with the Tennessee Ten uh, Titans. Chris Carson, neck injury, wants to practice next week. Again, they have a bye week this week, and he would like to play in week 10. Dawson Knox, day-to-day. -day. Um, he, he has a broken hand. The hope is that he can play with the cast on as well, too. And also, uh, hey, last night's game. Did any of you guys watch last night's game? Jim, did you watch uh, the Peyton Manning uh, and Eli show last night? Yeah. You know, I've yes, I was so mad yesterday, and this was the second week in a row. And I'm just so peeved. Last week I lost by like point something, point five points. And this week I lost by almost four points. And again, 
it's because I had Kadarius Tony, and so I had Kadarius Tony in um, Miller. No, who is who's the running back for? Oh, D- Darren Williams. Um, Darren Williams. Yeah, playing for um, Darren Williams, playing for Kansas City, and I had Devontae Booker sitting on my bench. And it all if all I did was play Booker, I'd be fine. And then the last two weeks, and I think that's the worst thing about these fantasy games is you're sitting there watching how your backup is uh, scoring all these points. And if you just played them, you'd be fine. And so I was so frustrated the last two weeks. Yeah, and that, that's a hard thing, though. You know, it definitely it stinks when you lose and you leave points on the bench. But you have to look at this. For example, I had Michael Pittman Jr. sitting on the bench. Yep. He had 25 yep. plus points, but how are you going to pick him over like a Stefan Diggs? Correct. You know, I mean, it, it's a tough decision. I think the main thing is you want to be consistent. If you try flipping back and forth week to week, you know, it just, you're, you're yeah. just chasing points and you don't want to do that. Yeah. And I looked at it and it's like, at the end of the day, I know if I played those, I'll win. So my team's still pretty solid. Um, so, but Tom, did you see what I did last night with the 12? I, Jed, it was late at night. It was like two o'clock in the morning. I was playing around with my phone. I was like, oh, I'm going to drop Tonian. I end up dropping Michael Pittman. Oh. So I t- email the team and just say, hey, I don't know what the rules are, but it's okay if you guys don't pick them up because I accidentally dropped them. <laughs> yeah, but in, at the same time, look, Daryl Williams or Devontae Booker, it's the Kansas City Chiefs playing against the New York Giants. You knew that Patrick Mahomes would get to the red zone and dare to give to Darrell Williams to run in for a couple scores. You'll probably get 40 yards, maybe two touchdowns. Devontae Booker, they've struggled. Their offense is struggling like crazy. Who knew he would do as well as he did? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I actually think this last week was a little bit of – we see this every uh, – usually like two weeks every season where – just everything is flipped and it's not what you expected. So for example, the Bengals losing to the Jets, who thought that was going to happen? Um, the Patriots being able to beat the Chargers, you could have maybe seen a little bit of that. Um, but still, you know, the Giants playing the Chiefs as well as they did. I mean, there was there's always these weeks where some of the storylines get a little bit flipped, uh, but then it usually resets itself the next the next following week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, look at the player who's been flipped as well, too. Look at Travis Kelsey. 27 yards this week, 65 yards last week, no touchdowns. Before that, he had 99 yards, but no touchdowns. We have not seen the Travis Kelsey that we are prone to see every single year. He has struggled this year, or the entire Kansas City Chiefs team has struggled this year, with the exception of maybe a Tyreek Hill. Yeah, that's been the biggest fantasy story to me is the Chiefs. So many people banked on all the points with the Chiefs, and they're just not there. Mahomes is just not the same guy that he has been. And so, what you know, what can you say if you if you banked a lot on those players? You're definitely having to look other places. Yeah. Hey, uh, before I go in terms of looking at other games, Jim, are there what are the uh, waiver pickups that you're looking at this week? Yeah, I'm looking through some of them right now. Actually, it's funny when you look at the waiver wire pickups, the first names that you see, it's Adrian Peterson, it's Bart Scott, even Jordan Howard from the Eagles is high up there. So you're seeing a lot of running backs. Um, who else? Did I see? Mike Davis. Mike Davis had 14 touches this week. And so I do think with Calvin Ridley out um, for, for I don't know how long, you're going to see Cordell Patterson moving into more of the receiver role, and I can see them giving more touches to Mike Davis. So those of you who drop Mike Davis um, for somebody else, 
it might be time to reconsider him as well, too. Yeah, but the only thing is, look at this. Mike Davis, nine rushes, 44 yards, five catches, 22 yards. He still is doing nothing, even with 14, uh, 14 touches. But think about it. That's better than what he's done the last couple of weeks because there was a week two weeks ago when he had, like, I don't know, six touches. So I'm thinking, look, this is actually better than nothing. Because you've got Calvin Ridley gone. Who's going to take over? Russell Gage, most likely. You're going to most likely it's going to be Cordell Patterson, Russell Gage, and then um, Kyle Pitts, right? And you're going to need somebody coming out of the backfield because they're not going to take Cordell Patterson out of uh, uh, these lineups right now. The other thing to look at the Baltimore Ravens, Devontae Freeman or Latavius Murray. Um, you know, I think that if you're desperate for a running back this <laughs> week, that's another place to you know. Hope, hope someone cashes in a touchdown, oh, basically. Chad, you're desperate if you start looking at Devontae Freeman, Latavius yeah. Murray. You know who did pretty good? I, I don't know how many. I was looking around at the waivers. I don't see him out there anymore. A couple of weeks ago, I did. Michael Carter with the Jets. Oh, so yeah. I don't know if it's just like a one-week fluke, but he's actually, if you've looked at him consistently, he scored double figures in the last three games fantasy-wise. Well, the thing is, is he's the primary back, so he's been getting all the major carries. Yeah, I mean, this is all about garbage time points, although the Jets, you know, again, they had a surprise, um, you know, played really well this past week, so totally agree with you on Michael Carter. Um, Actually, but you're probably a couple weeks late if you uh, are just looking to him now. Yeah, because I saw him him in a lot of the waiver wires a couple weeks ago, but right now, I think most people have picked him up. Um, the other two receivers that a lot of people have been talking about are more from a dynasty. I think they're doing pretty well. So Van Jefferson with the Rams and then also Cedric Wilson. Both of them are, um, you know, like they're, they're number three on the depth chart. But if anything ever happens to the one or two receivers, these guys have been playing pretty well where they can be vaulted up to the first or second receiver. Um, but from a dynasty perspective, I can see if you have some room Put them on your your lineup and they'll do fine. Yeah, Chad, I will probably say, Jimmy, help me out because I was not paying attention to the fact that Dak Prescott was out for the game. Here I was at Jewel shopping, buying dinner and groceries, everything like that. I get a phone call from him saying Dak Prescott is out. By then, everyone is gone. Daniel Jones is gone. So the only one that was stuck with is um, their quarterback. Yes, yeah. Cooper Rush. And so I picked him up. Look, I love Cedric Wilson. He was the one who got me, uh, caught that touchdown that won me my game. I was scheduled to lose, but then he throws a touchdown, and now I won my game for that league. So <laughs> it's funny because after I called him, we were trick-or-treating, trick-or-treating right? And, and I see Tommy picking up Cooper Rush. I was like, who the heck is Cooper Rush? And is there somebody I don't know about? Then I realized he's the backup quarterback for Dallas. And honestly, this past week, if you think about Cooper Rush, um, who's that quarterback that played for the Jets? These backup quarterbacks that could give decently well. Yeah. Hey, look, there was no options. Kirk Cousins was gone. Daniel Jones, I said, fine. I will get something. I'll probably get five points. He'll probably throw like 100 yards and two touch interceptions, but I'll get some points to try to get me in. He did well. He got me about 20-something points. Hey, the other thing I'll mention, there's been quite a few people who's dropped uh, both Corey Davis and I think, Tommy, I think you dropped uh, Odell Beckham. Um, yes. you know, I'll just say, you know, again, the, the pickings are slim with four teams on by, you know, and uh, Corey Davis, Odell Beckham, I don't think are bad options. Although yeah. I don't know if the Browns are off this week. But anyway, I would just say if you see those guys out there, not necessarily bad options. Yeah. 
Uh, Jen, I necessarily did not want Odell Beckham. I mean, I wanted to drop him. I don't like Odell Beckham, but I had to get Cooper Rush. So might as well I had to drop somebody, and he became it. Um, the um, other one, <clears throat> another waiver wire, and then we can get going, is I don't know how to pronounce his name. He's a tight end for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Friermouth? Friermuth? <laughs> Do you guys know how he's, he's playing the Bears this week? Um, but he had four receptions, 44 yards, and a touchdown. So you need tight end help. Um, people seem to think highly of this guy. Yeah. Jed, can I make the argument? I'd love to get your thoughts on Bart Scott. Uh, oh, my, hey, look, Bart Scott had two touchdowns. What do you think of him being your primary waiver wire ad? Yeah, exactly. I mean, so if you're, you know, when you're desperate at that point, picking up a touchdown dependent running back is not a bad move. Basically a goal line back who you're saying, okay, can the offense score points? And so in those situations, again, you know, if you had a thought about Philadelphia playing the Detroit, you'd be like, okay, Philadelphia is going to kill Detroit. And so then maybe there's a chance for just a goal line carry. So I, I don't have a problem with those pickups. Just make sure you look at the matchup. Uh, so you make sure it's a high scoring game. So you have yeah. a chance to get that run in. Just so you know, uh, Bart Scott played against the Detroit Lions, 12 rushes, 60 yards, two touchdowns. This week he plays the Los Angeles Chargers. The following week he plays the Denver. Look, I mean, in some sense, Miles Sanders is injured. It's not like when he's healthy, he's really good. And so uh, Bart Scott has a legitimate chance. If he continues to do well, he may take that job away from Miles Sanders, who continues to be a huge disappointment. Yeah. Anyone else on your list, Jim? Nope, I'm good. Yeah. Uh, did you guys also notice with the Peyton Manning, the Manning cast, the Eli Peyton cast, they uh, broadcasted this week. Um, they're coming back in two weeks because they did not want to broadcast the Bears game. Oh, I didn't so see that. a break this week. <laughs> yeah. So the it's Bears funny. played the Pittsburgh Steelers on Monday Night Football. Yeah, I'm sitting there, yeah, they probably don't want to touch that game. It's going to be a boring game. So they said, yep, we'll see you in two weeks. Justin Fields did pretty well this week, you know, like – Fantasy points, he had, what, 20-something fantasy points? He had that great play for a touchdown. Um, and if they just let him do that, that will be fine. But Nagy, Nagy, Nagy is such a useless offensive Well, player. you know, it's it's good that Nagy wasn't there. I think that's why they played so well. But, um, you know, I, again, I think this is a winnable game for the Bears. So, you know, we just got to see. Hopefully they can figure things out. But, if again, if you're looking – if you're, again, looking for help – um, I think Fields is not a bad option at the quarterback position. I still think Mooney is not a bad wide receiver option, and he's available out there on several mm -hmm. wires um, yeah. against the Steelers. The Steelers can be beat on the pass, so not a bad option. Yeah. Hey, in our few minutes left, I want to go over a couple of games as well, too. Uh, Jet, actually, I'll start with you. Cincinnati Bengals loses to New York Jets 31-34. to We were talking about um, the Jets as well, too. Uh, Carter. Uh, Michael Carter, 15 rushes, 77 yards, but he also caught nine receptions for 95 yards. He did pretty well for Michael Carter as well, too. Uh, Corey Davis was out for this game. The Cincinnati Bengals, look, Jamar Chase had three catches, 32 yards, but again, he had a touchdown. But T. Higgins, four catches, 97 yards, and even Tyler Board had five catches, 69 yards in the touchdown as well, too. So what did you think about that game? Yeah, I mean, this is a good example of how the the um, the difference between the worst and the best teams is pretty thin in the NFL. I mean, basically, I think the Bengals, they just took the Jets for granted. They thought they were going to win this game easily. Uh, the backup quarterback, Mike White, uh, came in, had a great game. They had a great game plan, really focused on Michael Carter, um, and basically just caught – 
the Bengals by surprise. I mean, the Bengals defense should have handled this game a lot better. They didn't. Um, nice win for the Jets. I expect, though, I mean, you still got decent points out of all of your Bengals. Um, I would, you know, you got to keep starting them and playing them. And then it, on the other side, if you've got Jets players, you know, this gives you some hope. You know, Michael Carter, um, Corey Davis coming back. I think you can find some points there. Jim, Tennessee Titans, we talked about with the injury of Derrick Henry, 34-31 to Indianapolis Blitz Colts. We're not going to talk about the Titans as much just because, look, we know A.J. Brown is probably the one to own. The one that I actually want to ask you is Carson Wentz. Is he a top uh, 10 quarterback? If you were in top 10 league, are you starting Carson Wentz? You know, yeah, I actually think so. I mean, Carson Wentz, Michael Pittman, um, Jonathan Taylor, they're all doing really well. Um I don't know if you guys heard T.Y. Hilton got injured in this game. So I think they're monitoring him. But those three, um, for sure two of them, Michael Pittman and Jonathan Taylor, I would start. But if you need a good, solid quarterback, it doesn't seem like Kirk Cousins is doing too well lately. But um, I think Carson Wentz is a good play. Yeah, I mean, the Colts, they're three and five, but that is so misleading. They are a much better team. They have lost so many close games this season. They're a good team. And so I totally agree. I think Carson Wentz, especially this weekend, Wentz should be starting. I mean, with four teams on by, he should definitely be starting this weekend. And I'm still, to be honest, monitoring Marlon Mack because I still think that they're going to trade him by the end of the day today. And actually, he's going to be fantasy relevant. Don't be surprised if he ends up going to the Tennessee Titans, but except his skill set doesn't really fit well no. with the Titans offense. Well, you know why they said they don't want to trade him to Tennessee Titans because they're in the same division. And they said the last thing we want to do is trade him to somebody who's going to beat us in the division. Yeah. Jed, uh, San Francisco 49ers 33 against the Chicago Bears 22. Uh, I would probably say my Elijah Mitchell, who I have in a lot of different leagues, 137 yards on 18 catches. De, uh, Debo Samuel, six catches, 171 yards. But for Elijah Mitchell, is it because he was playing the Bears and they're just not the best team? Or, man, especially under Jimmy Garoppolo and the uh, San Francisco rushing, he is someone that you're starting every single week. Oh, you, you definitely can start him every week. I mean, any whoever is coming out of the San Francisco backfield is a startable running back. I think this game came down to Jimmy Garoppolo coming back to remember Jimmy Garoppolo is from Arlington Heights. He's from down the street here playing in front of family and friends. I think he had a great game over 300 yards and that's really what helped uh, Elijah Mitchell, you know, be able to have the running lanes. Cause I, I don't think the bears defense is too bad against the run, but he had a great game. Um, but yeah, you should be starting Mitchell um, every week with the 49ers backfield. At the end of the trade deadline today, will Allen Robinson Jed be a bear or will he be traded? That's a great question. I, I think either way, he's gone. Like if he's not traded, he's definitely not re-signing here. Uh, and what a disappointment. I mean, he is such a big talent. I don't understand why him and Fields have not been able to connect. Um, but I would not be surprised if he was traded. I mean, Jim, I think oh, go ahead. Argument, I mean, don't you think Mooney is really their number one re- oh, yeah. right now? Yeah. yeah, that's why I was saying Mooney's the guy to pick up. You know, for whatever reason, the connection he and Fields had from the preseason has just carried over into the season, even though Allen Robinson is a huge talent. Wherever that he goes, you should be so watching good, that. Right? Oh, he's no, so, no, no. so good. Yeah. Jen, my conspiracy theory is the Bears are cheap. They don't want to pay, so they're saying don't throw to Allen Robinson so we don't have to pay him. But that's just me being uh, my conspiracy theory's idea. Hey, I think – I don't know if you guys heard about the whole Deshaun Watson trade falling through. That was really interesting. 
he was on his way out the door to Miami. And what I what I read was what happened was um, basically Houston heard that um, Watson was going to settle those claims against him. And so basically they were like, wow, there's a pretty good chance he could play. So they upped the price, like right in the middle of the negotiations about to be signed. And then all of a sudden they're like, no, 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 we need more. So then Miami was like, forget it. And they backed out, which to me is just so stupid of Houston. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Hey, Jim, uh, Patriots, 27-24 against the L.A. uh, Chargers. Damian Harris has actually been dealing pretty good. 23 Mm -hmm. carries, 80 yards. The last couple, I mean, for last game, before that, he had 106 yards. Before that, he had 101 yards. Is this the real Damian Harris that we're seeing emerging the last three weeks? Yeah, actually, I think the running game for New England overall has been pretty good, right? Like, if you play the, a Bolden, he'll get you, like, eight points. If you get Damian Harris, he's gotten me consistent. <coughs> Sorry. Double-digit points every week. Um, they've been pretty good. Um, the, the, the quarterback for San Diego, though, has been losing me games. So the last week, I mean, this past week, Justin Herbert and Kyler Murray lost me. And the week ago, a couple of weeks ago, uh, Justin Herbert has lost me as well, too. So I don't know what's going on. They're, they're, they're always up and down, you know. And right now they're just going through uh, a bad period. But I can see next week he'll score like 40 points. And, but Mike Williams hasn't done anything for San Diego either. Yeah, yeah. The Chargers have been definitely um, very volatile this week, but I agree with you. I think you got to stick with them. There's too much talent there. I think for the Patriots, they basically just found their identity. You know, with Mac Jones, I think they've really honed in on the rushing game. Um, Their defense has been playing really well. If you've picked up their defense, they've been doing excellent. I mean, I think Belichick is just, he's kind of on overdrive as a coach. They're they're only winning these games because Belichick is putting together really good defensive schemes and good offensive plans. Um, they should be worse than four and four, but they're they're actually a very very good team. You well, ever since that loss to the New England Patriots, where Mac Jones did really well, even though they lost the game, he's been pretty decent, and the Patriots have really been doing pretty well since that game. Oh, you could argue that Mac Jones is the best rookie to come out this year. It, it's yeah. a very decent argument. Well, Najee Harris is pretty good. Oh, I mean at the quarterback position. I mean at the quarterback position. Yeah. 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 I'll tell you this, the only thing that I'm surprised by, I thought by now Johnny Smith would have turned it around. But I keep seeing, if you're looking for a tight end, he's always on the waiver, and I'm always looking at his stats thinking, okay, maybe he'll start breaking out. But Johnny Smith has been a disappointment. I I still think there's a way you can use both tight ends, but Hunter Henry has far surpassed him. Yeah. Hey, last thing, I want to say something else. Denver Broncos 17, Washington football team 10. Hey, look, Antonio Gibson, Jed, continues to stink for me, all right? I keep holding out hope. He is terrible for me. But even on the Denver Broncos end, Jared Judy comes back. He has four catches, 39 yards. But Melvin Gordon and Jamal Williams, uh, Javante Williams, continues to have a split carry, 10 carries and nine carries each. Yeah, the ironic thing for Washington. So I would think, again, the two biggest storylines, one, Kansas City being as not as good as everyone expected, and then two, Washington being a lot worse than everyone expected. Yeah. And so it's interesting. I actually think J.D. McKissick may be more valuable than Antonio yeah. Gibson at this point with all of the receptions coming out of the backfield. Um, he's gotten more points that way. Got it. Hey, I have to run to a meeting, uh, a conference call with South Africa. The one thing I will say, the basketball league that you guys are in, I don't know uh, what you guys are thinking. Or I had to uh, waiver wire 10 
And I was so thankful this morning when I woke up and no one picked up Terry Rozier. So I appreciate that. Thank you very much. I needed a point card. Uh, I picked up Kemba Walker, so I got I I was happy with that. Yeah, I had uh, who was it that I got? R.J. Barrett's been okay. Yeah, um, R.J. Barrett. Well, R.J. Barrett's a pretty good player, actually. He yeah, is, but sometimes yeah. he is. The problem with R.J. Barrett is he scores a lot, doesn't get you very much anything else. Any boy, does he have low shooting percentages? Your shooting percentages stinks because of him. All right, guys, we'll see you probably on Thursday because you have uh, you have means on Fridays, right, Chad? Yeah, yeah. So either we should do Thursday morning or um, yeah, maybe move to later on the Friday, yeah. whichever works. But but right. pay attention, pay attention to all these uh, deadline deals that's coming through. All right, talk soon, everyone.